Good morning. This is the Mighty Lark again. Welcome back. Thanks for coming back for a third time. Uh, today I'm painting a cool Gordon. Um, and it is the first piece that I'm doing in my new sketchbook, which I uh, made a couple, couple compromises with this, with starting the sketchbook today. Um, usually I start right on the first page and I realized that the way the binding works in this book, I just don't like the first couple pages and I've been so comfortable doing this project. Um, and I mean, comfort isn't everything, but that's a, that's a fight that I don't want to make with the beginning of a new sketchbook. I really want to enjoy the first, the first piece. So I went in to the first page that lies flat when you, when you open it. So I, I didn't use that, that first page for once, which is, which is kind of nice. Um, now, it's a little bit later in the morning, and it's kind of, kind of been a couple rough days on my home front. Um, just some things going on. Nothing, nothing too crazy you can't work through, but uh, when I got to studio today, and I'm doing my bug at studio today instead of at home, like is usual, my usual routine, um, I, uh, I threw on I threw on some Deftones, um, so it was a slightly different mindset that I'm working with when I was drawing it. And it's a little bit messier than what I've been drawing for insects, but I, I like it, and it ended up being just a little bit more exaggerated. But now that I'm going into it with paint, if I turned the tunes off and went into my studio, and uh, here I am. Um, so this this uh. Spug's body has some, some nice yellow to yellow-green sort of thing going on, but it also works almost to orange at the same time, so I'm kind of trying to figure out where I want to start. I think if I start with that, that yellow and then I work some green and, and red over top, probably end up with right about where I want it. Um, the wings themselves, the highlights are kind of in that yellow-green, but the darks of them are really kind of more in a, in a I think that brown and blue thing that I do sometimes that I talked about in the last episode. Um, both in brown and green, brown and brown, brown and blue, brown and brown, I can say brown. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, so I'm going to start off with this little bit of yellow-green um, again. I think I did that with the last one. Um, so a little bit of yellow-green. I think I might put a little bit of brown to keep keep that toned down a little bit and let that really be a base layer. layer. Um, I'm just kind of working just a little bit on the head, eyes, legs, a little bit in the mantelpiece, definitely in that. I need to look up my bug anatomy, bug physiology a little bit more and figure out what this piece right in front of the wings is actually called. It's the, probably the most fun piece to paint on a mayfly. Um, it's just usually big and pretty bold in color, but has a pretty strong value difference. I don't know, I really dig it. Um, yesterday I really tried to work one up in uh, a monochromatic, just a just a burnt umber for the whole thing, and do some varying layers. I am tempted to, to roll into this one and do the same thing, but it's such a such a different color to be working with. You know, it's it's a very mixed color, so um, I feel like it might not be as successful. But I think I'm gonna just work with. This uh, this yellowy 
with a with a little bit of brown worked into it for a bit and work up a couple layers like that and see what happens. Um, maybe I'll just have some contrast in the wings. I don't really have a definitive plan. Unfortunately, when I uh, when I have kind of a sloppy drawing, it kind of just well, unfortunately or fortunately, I'm not even really certain which. I just kind of just kind of do my work. Just kind of I let it happen, which I guess is really more along the lines of what I'm trying to get at with this anyway, so maybe it's a good thing. But uh, it's also nice sometimes to start with a drawing that you're like, well, I know that this isn't going to be terrible. I definitely I definitely know what this creature looks like, but you know, this one's just a little more exaggerated. and yeah, You can tell I was frustrated with some things when I was drawing it, um, which I think is okay. Hopefully by the time I'm done with the piece, I won't be frustrated with anything anymore. And move on through a nice studio day. It's um, kind of the goal, isn't it? Um, so, yeah, kind of working a little bit of yellow, working working some with a little bit more of the brown pigment in it. Um, really trying to work this whole body and set up the value differences right off the bat. Uh, I think I'll bring in some of the highlights right into the wings right at the beginning here, too. Um, just so I can see how they look in comparison to that body. The body on this one looks a lot bigger than the wings to me for some reason. Um, just like a chunkier fly, uh, which is okay. I kind of like it. I'm really, I'm really feeling getting into getting into these segments and really letting them have a little bit of body. Um, I think you're gonna let the segments themselves as they start to drift away from the body be a little bit more true yellow yellow than uh, it was in the body itself and uh, kind of let the color start to sing a little bit towards the end that's what it sort of appears like and just a little bit of that more pure color in the mantle too kind of pull up the change change from mud to to bright color um, such beautiful beautiful color changes on these tiny insects really quite incredible I, I guess I wasn't really expecting it to be quite the case when I started this project I thought you know it'd be interesting to do a bunch of different bugs because well there are so many of them but it didn't occur to me how pretty some of them are, how like, interesting the color changes are, um, you know, how they, how they blend in with their surroundings, etc. It's just really good stuff. So trying to, trying to pull out just a little bit here, a little bit there to really state your purpose, make your, make your creative point, um, easier thing than I thought it might be to do. Um, so that's cool. That's been a nice, nice discovery. It's also really nice to draw something that looks similar every day, but that varies just enough. Um, that you can you can do kind of patterns, but, but at the same time you have to pay attention to where those patterns change. It's kind of like doing a portrait of, of a person, but without all the, all, all the drama that goes into doing a portrait of a person. Um, all of those metaphors and, and uh, allegories and whatnot just seem to arise so easily when you start painting people and it's really good practice to paint people 
but uh, the, converse, the conversation just shifts so easily when you have a human subject. Kind of, and I like to keep it to the little discovered in my work, just uh, things that nobody pays attention to, but I do. Really, that's what I try to do. Think of a. Uh, I think there was a Margaret Kilgallen section in uh, *The Beautiful Losers* where she was talking about how nobody liked the typography that she liked, like the old signage, but, but she really liked it. She she wanted to keep it, and I I kind of feel the same way about some of the smaller trivialities in life. I feel like the insect population isn't hurting any, you know. But I, I like I like paying some tribute to that thing that's just there. Um, I don't know. That, se that seems like a, a big thing in life. <laughs> Finding tribute and homage to the things that are just going to be there. So I've worked in my whole, my whole yellow base layer. Now I'm going to start going in with this. I'm going to bring just a little bit of brown, but more of a burnt sienna brown into some red. I'm going to do a deeper red, like a laser in crimson, with some sienna. And I'm going to make that kind of watery. The yellow base layer is still a little wet, but I want that to just kind of seep into the, the base layer. I don't want to... <coughs> excuse me. I don't want to guide too much. I just want it to, to happen. Um, so let's set it down, kind of use the, use the side of the brush, let the water seep in. Um, Really, just let this let this page get saturated with water, and really let the pigments start to arise on their own. Um, it's just not as vivid as I was originally planning, so I'm gonna add a little bit more sienna to this mixture. Sienna has this really beautiful, earthy vividness to it that I think is just so incredible. And I feel like I see it everywhere. You know, you start painting things. And you start, you start seeing those colors when you're out and about doing whatever you're doing. And uh, sienna is a color that I see all over the place. I see thalo blues all over the place. And I see ultramarines all over the place, too. Uh, yeah, just going in, sort of dropping that pigment in, let, letting it build itself a little bit. Um, really trying to let the paint be the paint. Um, so here we go, we're getting up into some olivey bits, into the, in that main body. I'm going to bring in a little bit of green with that sienna again, and let it be that muddy green, so I can have these value shifts nice, nicely. Um, and also build up some contrast, you know, all that, all that gray area there will really play off nicely against the, the areas that are more solid chunks of color, you know? Here we go. Couple spots here, couple spots there. Some at the bottom of some of that segmentation. Yeah, we're starting to take some body here, and that's that's feeling really nice today. And the paint itself feels a little bit, a little bit less um, pristine, much like the drawing felt a little less pristine. So that's good. You don't want it to feel disparate. So, pulling in these pigments a little bit, defining everything. 
letting the mud be in some spots, kind of touching up the mud a little bit. Really, really letting this bug take some form. I'm liking this one. I think it's a good one to start the book with. Alright, so the top of the head we got a little bit more of a pure yellow. I'm going to bring in bring in just a little bit more vivid yellow and start to build that guy up. It's still got a little bit of brown in my brush and I'm okay with that. I think I think those two work together nicely. Started sort of making a nice punch against some of those gray grays that I was bringing in. Here we go. Picking up that wing with another sort of yellowy, brightly colored leg. And this bug is feeling really kind of natural in a way to me. It, was like, it doesn't feel like I mechanically try to create it. The pigments are kind of flowing together in a nice way. The drawing was nice and loose. And uh, just feels like it has a vitality to it, which is really, really pleasant to be working with. Let that pigment sit and move over and round on its own. Letting the page get a little watery. Tomorrow's going to be, tomorrow's going to be interesting working on the back side of this page. This paper is pretty good though. This, I have a Royal Ling Nickel, I think it's called. Uh, sketchbooks, I get them all at AC more. They're pretty, they're pretty cheap, but they have nice paper, and there's a lot of it, you know. So I dig that. So anyway, working in, working in my value shifts, my darks, my lights. Um, as I start to build up and get a little bit darker here, I'm gonna start going into the wings with some blues bring a few little blues down into the body as well and stick with that greenish greenish type blue um, so that it kind of goes along with some of that muddy yellow green in the body and uh, yeah uh, then it'll all kind of work together which is the goal um, so anyway you can check this final piece out on Instagram I have the, the link in the in the description of the episode and uh, thanks for dropping back in and hanging out with me while I laid out my insect here today. I hope you dig it when you see it. Take care. Bye-bye.